Alright all you Streetlight Crusaders and wrestling fans alike out there, welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special and now it's time for us to talk about what happened during the second half of Monday Night Raw from San Diego, California. And oh, before we start things, I'm surprised I didn't make this Carmen San Diego joke, I almost forgot. Well, something that wasn't a joke for Monday Night Raw, folks, would be our next match, which would see none other than Ivy Nile going one-on-one -on -one against Rhea Ripley for the Women's World Championship. And somebody who took Ivy Nile as a joke, Rhea Ripley would learn real quick that she's no joke. And as a matter of fact, sort of reminds me of Jazz back in the day, a part of ECW. Yeah, a real firecracker. And would prove so by not only hitting a nasty German suplex on the outside of the ring for an eight count. Yikes! Only for her to pull off a kick combination into a leg lariat for a near fall. Even pulling off a tilt the world DDT. Still for a near fall. But Rhea Ripley would come back during this match with a nasty back body drop with a horrifying landing. And then would even see a headbutt and a missile drop kick by the women's world champion for near fall. Then we would see none other than Rhea Ripley pull off a toe stomp, knee face smasher, and a clothesline followed up by a wheelbarrow face crusher still for near fall. For Ivy Nile to come back during this match with an arm yank sending Rhea Ripley into the turnbuckle and then we'll pull off an avalanche German suplex that made me wonder about the landing only for Ivy Nile to still get a near fall during this contest. But ultimately this match will come to an emphatic end after a crossbody would get blocked by a headbutt sort of reminding me of Vladimir Kozlov for a makeshift counter to a tiger knee right directly to the face leading into a riptide for Rhea Ripley to still be on top as your women's world champion via pinfall. And after the match was over, we would find out who would be the returning WWE champion of the former variety. It would be none other than the modern day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. And Jinder Mahal would immediately berate the United States and would say that thanks to social media, false news, and a whole bunch of other stuff, they're more divided than they've ever been united and would call it this country a joke and would say that he's going to unite them right now because he would sing the American National Anthem or the National Anthem and Punjabi for the fans to boo and would say that yeah, I, I united all of you because you are all stupid enough to boo your own National Anthem when it's said in Punjabi and then would try to say what <laughs> what America is thought about by other countries in Punjabi but the next thing you know you would hear if you smell for the building to erupt and for everybody to get off their feet including a Samantha Irving as the rock would make his way to the ring and a big surprise to kick off the year as a former I do believe eight-time WWE champion in the rock actually would get Rocky Chance going to the ring and would tell Jinder Mahal that he's in trouble and not to mention after would say that he was the Iron Sheik, you're not the Iron Sheik, and would say if the Iron Sheik was here right now, he would say, 
Hey, Rock Bubba, who is this no good son of a bitch jabroni bastard in the ring? <laughs> he probably would too. <laughs> Only for Jinder Mahal, who would say that you should be ashamed to be the people's champion for The Rock to say that he is proud to be the people's champion, proud to be an American, and would say, finally, The Rock has come back to San Diego. And on top of that would say that they boo him because he's the biggest asshole walking God's green earth. And would go further by saying that, yeah, I can see your anger right now. I see you got a raging asshole face right now. And would say that the reason Wine Wrote you have that is because you're not funny and nobody likes you. And if I had to compare you to one of my movies, you'd be Baywatch. For Jenna Mahal to say, I didn't see Baywatch. Wait, you didn't see Baywatch? Yeah, I didn't. It doesn't matter if you didn't see Baywatch. <laughs> Only for The Rock to say that, you know what? Instead of being the modern day Maharaja, from this day forward, you are known as the day one douchebag. And would get the fans to chant almost the same way as they did with Vince McMahon back in the day with the fans saying one section you are and the other one an asshole would then get them to chant day one douchebag that I got a feeling would have went on all night if The Rock didn't get involved. And after singing his own version of the national anthem and would end that he was going to kick his candy ass, Jinder Mahal would take real offense to that and decide to beat The Rock to the punch. And with several kicks afterwards, we would see The Rock fight back with a spine buster and would hit one of the most electrifying moves in sports entertainment, the people's elbow. And then afterwards would say that he loves the people of San Diego, would say Happy New Year, and he's gonna get something to eat. And he asked the people at home if he should sit in the booth, or should he sit at the bar, or should he try to sit at the head of the table? For the fans to go nuts and for him to say, and that's what I thought, if you smell, la 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 la, what the rock is cooking. And no, I'm not going to do the eyebrow Carl in the Maestro, even though I can. Because The Rock, I got a feeling set the internet wrestling community ablaze seeing the fact that he may have just challenged Roman Reigns to a title shot in the near future. When? According to the internet wrestling community, most likely at WrestleMania 40. Which would make sense, but at the same time, makes you wonder if Cody's ever going to finish his story after that. Not too entirely sure. <laughs> but besides a WrestleMania-sized bombshell being dropped and hopefully answered by next week's SmackDown, we would see in a tag team match Shayna Baszler and Tony Stark going one-on-one. -on -one. Tony Stark. <laughs> Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark. Against none other than Tegan Knox and Natalya Neidhart. <laughs> So, Tony, I'll never live that one down. I know I ain't. <laughs> well, but as Carl and the Maestro's laughing over in the corner, what was no laughing matter during this match would be a nasty molly go round by Tegan Knox for near fall. But she would be met with severe resistance after a commercial break during the match, seeing the fact that she would get kicked in the back of the head or neck 
for none other than Shayna Baszler to follow things up with a German suplex and to a Z360 for the team of Tegan Knox over <laughs> and none other than Natalia to lose this match to Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark. I said Zoe via pinfall. <laughs> And it's still laughing over in the corner about me saying Tony Stark instead of Zoe. Hey, I'm an Iron Man fan. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, besides the one day that I hope to see Zoe Stark dressed up as Iron Man in one of her matches, we now move our way on over to the main event of the evening, which would see none other than Seth Metal Seth Rollins going one-on-one -on -one against the Scottish Terminator Drew McIntyre for the World Heavyweight Championship. And before this match could begin, Drew McIntyre still going after none other than Sami Zayn who returned to action and immediately back out again due to the 15 staples in the head thanks to Drew McIntyre who would say, hey, he had it coming. Really? All right. <laughs> but to kick off this match literally and figuratively, Seth Rollins, the second the bell would ring, would boot the face right off of Drew McIntyre, only for Drew McIntyre to come back during this match with a tilt-the-world backbreaker for a near fall. Only for Seth Rollins to say, whatever you can tilt the world, I can tilt the world better because he would do a tilt-the-world DDT and lead up with a frog splash afterwards for a near fall. For Seth Rollins, suplex Falcon Arrow combination to get countered by Drew McIntyre with a Falcon Arrow of his own. And even seeing Drew McIntyre hitting an avalanche white noise off the top rope, still for a near fall. But then we would see a Future Shock DDT, but a counter from the Claymore kick into a sit-out powerbomb by Seth Mel for a near fall. Even the pedigree unfortunately not bringing an end to this match as well. But the second both men were down, beaten, battered, and bruised, we would then see Damian Priest making his way to the ring to cash in the briefcase, only for Dominic Mysterio to play a little bit of distraction as we would see Seth Rollins getting hit in the head with the briefcase, only for Damian Priest to get met with a Claymore kick right directly to the face, and Dominic Mysterio to get belly-to-belly -belly suplex all the way out of San Diego if you want my honest opinion. And then would immediately follow things up with a Claymore kick to Seth. Now you'd think that would win the match, but I think Drew McIntyre forgot ring awareness during this moment and would accidentally put the foot of Rollins on the rope, which the ref would count as a rope break. Ouch. And how did you think the Scottish Terminator would take that? Very badly. Cause that anger from that T-1000 of the Scottish variety would go ballistic take everything off the table and would try to power slam Seth Rollins through it, only for Seth Rollins to counter with a pedigree, send him back inside the ring, hit him with a stomp, and then would keep his championship for the first day of 2024, but questionable for the next three weeks via pinfall. And while Seth Rollins celebrated a very disappointed Seth Rollins, or more or less Drew McIntyre, would just sit back and just say, I don't know what happened. Well, if you want my analysis, your anger got the best of you and cost you a world title. Yep, no one to blame but yourself. But what will happen next week when CM Punk comes into town? 
Will he challenge Seth Rollins to a world title match? Will Drew McIntyre get his revenge on the Judgment Day? And will Archul still think he's a part of that said group? And will we even see DIY get their said shot at the Tag Team Championships thanks to Archul playing PR work? We find out that next week and more things for next week's exciting edition of Monday Night Raw. Where we hopefully don't call Zoe Stark Tony Stark. <laughs> and I guess with that said, folks, we might as well head back to the music once again as we go grab a glass of water. And when we return, we'll be back with more of the Streetlight Delight as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on right after this. So don't fall asleep just yet, folks. And stay tuned. <laughs> 